Welcome to the Health Connection, consciously inspiring your success. The podcast that will inspire you to achieve your optimal health and empower your mind. Where the integration of both East and West unite to give you tips, methods, and inspiration to live the life you desire. With your host, trainer and speaker, doctor of oriental medicine, licensed acupuncture physician, Tai Chi and Qigong instructor, Justin Fontanini. Get ready for an amazing show starting right now. Welcome back. This is Health Connection. I'm your host, Justin Fontanini, where every day is a great day. Hope you guys are enjoying your day, week, month, or year, wherever you're at or whatever you're doing. Today's a continuation of our uh, vitamin B series, and today we're going to talk about vitamin B5, panothetic acid. And the information I'm using today, it comes from a book called Clinical Nutrition, A Functional Approach, the second edition, by over 12 different authors that are all PhDs, MDs, or NDs, or nurses. And I like this a lot because it has a lot of important information that's uh, very powerful and very useful. So with that said, let's get into our power quote today. And our power quote is important. I'm going to have two of them. And uh, just because, you know, I think it's cool. But today, the first power quote, it says, Don't ask why healthy food is so expensive. Ask why junk food is so cheap. And this one we can talk a lot about, but I'm not going to waste too much time on it. But overall, we all know that health food is a little more expensive than usual. And it seems strange that it's free of pesticides. They don't have to use all this stuff to spray on there and expensive machinery to spray it on there. But yet the commercial food that's been sprayed with pesticides is garbage or food that's been processed and refined in all these you know, expensive ways or, or had chemicals added to remove you know, and bleach and refine or whatever. You'd think that would be more expensive because there's more involved with it. And, uh, but it's, it's the opposite. Organic food more whole foods, more healthy food, it's more expensive. And then the junk food, which is basically junk, it's a lot cheaper. So it is what it is, whatever, you know, it's hard to say. But uh, definitely know we got to eat more healthier food. It's a little better for us. We pay more for it. But in the long run, it's going to benefit us in a, in a lot of unique ways. And the junk food, it's always cheap. So if you want to just eat junk food, you can buy something really cheap, really inexpensive. And often when you're shopping or you're out somewhere or you're going to go somewhere to eat, I want you to question the place or the product. When you buy it and it's really cheap, I want you to think, why is this so cheap? This must be garbage. And if you want to have a garbage body, just go ahead and buy that and eat it and consume it. Because you are what you eat, like the ancient people always say. So if you care for your health and your body and your family and what you're doing in life and where you want to go, if you care for that, don't treat it cheap don't, by putting cheap things in your body, all this junk food. And the body is basically running off of what we eat and consume. And what we consume affects our thoughts and our consciousness. So if you eat a lot of sugar, you're going to get a sugar high, you're going to get that, that sugar rush, you're going to be a little hyper. And all of a sudden, it'll take a while, then you'll have that crash. And if you're fatigued and tired, you consume the coffee, the caffeine will get in, your energy will explode, you'll be more alert, more awake, more energized. If you want to smoke a joint and get really high, smoke some marijuana, next thing you'll be stoned. You'll feel like, who cares about the world? I don't care, I'm just happy with my friends doing my thing. And it's funny, but I say this because you can see that what we consume... 
What we eat, what we take, what we put into our body affects our consciousness. So that's my main point here. So if you want to have junk thoughts, junk consciousness, put in the junk food into your body and you'll save money because it's cheap. But then the whole everything becomes junk. If you want to be healthy, if you want to be vibrant, if you want to have abundant thoughts, if you want to have an abundant consciousness, you, you got to spend a little extra money and you got to get something that's more healthy, more whole food, more organic, more natural. So that quote we can talk a lot about, but I think it's quite important to think about because the people in my clinic, they always ask me, why is health food so expensive? You know, it's because of the outcome. It does so much more for us in the long run. But if you grow it in your backyard and you go to a local organic farmer, wherever you live, you know, a lot of times you find out it's not that expensive. Maybe a little bit, but it just depends on the, you got to shop around, you got to look. But if you can find a organic farmer, a local farmer, or grow it yourself, you know where that food came from, you know what you did to it, you know what you put in the soil. And then uh, when you eat it, you know what you're eating. And then you have this bond, this connection that only the people that garden can ex- can understand what I'm talking about. If you've never eaten food that you've grown, food that's really came from a local area that you've picked, you you won't understand the uh, magnitude of the impact to your energy, your vitality, your sense of well-being, your consciousness. You want to understand that. So that'd be my hope for you is to give that a little exploration. Our second power quote today. This one it came from foodmatters.tv and it says uh to eat is a necessity, but to eat intelligently is an art. You see, we all need to eat, but if you eat in a wise way and use your intelligence, it's an art. It's the art of life. It's the art of living. And if you can enjoy this, maybe you can enjoy a masterpiece. If we just eat to eat, and then we're eating the fast food, the junk food, the cheap food, because we don't want to spend money, and we don't have a lot of money, and we start choosing all this this cheap garbage junk food, pretty soon we become that way. And then we don't enjoy the masterpiece of life because our consciousness wasn't expressed properly, our health wasn't amplified properly. So then because of that, we had a, a narrow vision in life and we couldn't see far because we didn't feel good. We weren't energized and our physical body was malfunctioning, breaking down with disease from the junk food. Because we just chose the cheap food, we just choose to eat for necessity, not as an art, not as a as a way to survive at a high level with with consciousness and abundance. So I like that quote. To eat is a necessity, but to eat intelligently is an art. So with that said, let's get right into vitamin B5 and panathetic acid. It's uh, it's really important for us, and we're going to talk about the foods where it's found. Because that's mainly what I'm promoting is uh, to understand the different vitamins and what foods are found in. And to talk briefly about some concepts about the vitamin B5, pantothenic acid, and some, some aspects of our health that we may not have understood. So as we do understand, then we can choose to select the foods that are higher in this vitamin to help us on our way through life. So ultimately we're happier, we're healthier. So pantothenic acid occurs in food. And uh, it's a very interesting one because this vitamin, its sodium-dependent system of transport, it allows the pantothenic acid to be absorbed in our body. So, 
Sodium, again, it plays a role in the uptake of vitamin B5 into the most, most of the cell, uh, cells. So sodium, it's one of the electrolytes in our body. And there's, you know, the sodium, potassium, the calcium, magnesium, phosphorus. All five of these, you can get all of them from coconut water. It's quite interesting. But the sodium, I always recommend sea salt. Himalayan sea salt's great. I love... Uh, for myself, I consume Premier Research's uh, sea salt. They take two blends, one from the Mediterranean and one from Hawaii, and they, they blend them together, and it's a pink salt. And the pink comes from the, the uh, a clay, the Alea clay from Hawaii. And this is quite quite uh, an amazing salt. And I like the one a lot from uh, Premier Research. You can go to their website and find it if you want. It has iodine as well. And uh, this is an important nutrient for our thyroid and energy metabolism and other things in our body. So just to mention that the sodium is important for the, the B5, the pantothenic acid, because some people are on a, a salt-restricted diet, and you will get some from some certain foods. But uh, it's an interesting thing because it's, it's important here. The sodium is quite important for the vitamin P5. And a lot of times when people avoid salt because of their high blood pressure, it may help to some extent, but it's not the underlying cause of everything. There's other factors that play a role in their body becoming you know, out of balance and making high blood pressure, such as the intense stress, uh, the lack of sleep, the poor diet, the dirty blood, the liver and kidney that aren't functioning properly because they're plugged up and dirty as a filter that need to be cleaned and purified and detoxed every year. So you start to change things, and maybe later you can find more luck with uh, helping yourself with the blood pressure. So I always highly recommend and look into a, a, a cardiovascular type of diet that will be beneficial for you. So in the body, panathic acid, uh, it has numerous functions. And what it can do is it helps with the synthesis of several amino acids, steroid hormones, vitamin D, fatty acids, in other functions, they include oxidation of fatty acids, the acetylation of choline, and assist in the pathways with metabolism for proteins and carbohydrates. So it's quite interesting. It has a lot of things to do. And it works with uh, carnitine and CoQ10. And uh, all three of these, the vitamin B5, carnitine, CoQ10, they help with the uh, fatty acid transport and usage in the body, which is quite important. Uh, deficiencies of panathetic acid are, are quite uncommon actually most people wouldn't understand or know but they're they're quite rare and then uh, but they found therapeutic doses they, they seem to be helpful for a number of conditions that uh, basically this is what they can help they found out uh, anything that requires enhanced energy production and cell repair so therapeutic doses they can help with the energy and repairing of the cells. So it functions like an antioxidant, right? They also are found to be beneficial and used in ulcerative colitis, fatigue, rheumatoid arthritis, infection, adrenal dysfunction. That's a big one. A lot of people get adrenal fatigue, right? And allergies, elevated triglycerides, and problems with impaired detoxification. So like niacin we talked about last time, vitamin B3, it was also good for the triglyceride issue and impaired detoxification of the xenobiotics, which are the foreign materials that find their way in our body. The uh, vitamin B5 
activity, it supports the uh, the adrenal hormone production. So that's quite important because as we get our body stressed out to the max, our adrenals are cranking that cortisol, we're getting tired, we're fatigued, not sleeping well, they need support. So B5, they consider it in this book about the, uh, the benefit here. That also helps with red blood cell production and energy production. So this is quite important. This is kind of the synopsis of vitamin B5, I think. If we think about it with the adrenal hormones, the red blood cell production, energy production. This can help a lot with our body because we're all stressed. We're all tired. We all need to manufacture more blood so it can carry oxygen and nutrients to our cells to give us more energy. So you see the B5. I take it myself in a uh, vitamin B complex you know, liquid that I put with uh, water and consume you know, when I take it. So it's quite useful. The recommended daily allowances has not been established for pantothenic acid. And, uh, but what they found is 4 to 7 milligrams daily is thought to be adequate. And today is basically we're talking about the, where it's found in the food. So we'll see the, the levels and what foods contain high levels. So we can get it from the food. But it doesn't hurt to take a supplement. They're quite you know, easy to take. That's why they call a supplement to supplement and boost up your diet. Therapeutic doses, they range from 50 to 1,000 milligrams. So that's quite a lot higher than the, uh, the daily milligram dose of 4 to 7. Uh, but they found that much higher doses, they've been used without incident. And uh, the common therapeutic range is between 50 to 250 milligrams daily. So that's the average, the common therapeutic range is 50 to 250 milligrams daily. And our daily intake, it should be thought to be around 4 to 7 milligrams and if you consume the foods that we're going to talk about here in a moment, you may get you know a fair amount. Uh, panathetic acid, if we talk about safety and toxicity, has not been associated with adverse effects. And if you're eating the food with it, you're definitely more safe yet. But as a supplement, there's no, no association with adverse effects. At least that's what's published in the, uh, the book that I'm using that's in you know the schools and stuff like that. Some considerations, uh, like uh, for B5, it's quite rare to find the deficiency and it's really toxic. Functional medicine approach considers the subclinical manifestations of B5 insufficiency. And the, one of the ones they talk a lot about is fatigue that may be unexplained. So if you have a fatigue that you just can't understand, don't know why, you might want to think about B5 panothetic acid. Or any situation in that matter with low energy production or reduced production of red blood cells or steroid hormones, it, you can suspect or you can consider that B5 supplementation may be a benefit. Or, because we're talking about the food, use these foods that we're going to talk about that are high in pantothenic acid. Okay, so with that said, let's go right into the, uh, the foods that contain that. And this is in milligrams per 3.5 ounces of a serving. Brewer's yeast is at 12. Torula yeast is at 11. Then we take a drop, a quite a big drop. We'll go down to 8. It goes to calf liver. And if you've noticed, B3 and some of the other B vitamins, Torula yeast and Brewer's yeast were the highest. And uh, you might want to find a way to consume those or cook with them if you can. That way you get a large uh, supply of B vitamins. Uh, chicken liver is at 6. Then we take a huge drop. 
So we went from the yeast into the liver, and then we dropped down to 3.9 at, at beef kidney. So the kidney, see the organ meats, they contain a lot of the B vitamins. Peanuts at 2.8. Heart, 2.6. Mushrooms, 2.2. See how it dropped all of a sudden? Soybean flour at 2. Split peas at 2. Uh, perch, which is a type of fish, 1.9. Blue cheese, 1.8. Pecans, 1.7. Soybean, 1.7. Eggs, 1.6. Lobster, 1.5. Oatmeal, 1.5. Buckwheat flour, 1.4. Sunflower seeds, 1.4. Lentils, 1.4. Rye flour, 1.3. Cashews, 1.3. Salmon, 1.3. Garbanzo beans, 1.2. Wheat germ that's been toasted, 1.2. Broccoli, 1.2. Hazelnuts, 1.2. Turkey meat, the dark part, 1.1. Brown rice, 1.1. Whole wheat flour, 1.1. Sardines, 1.1. Red chili peppers, 1.1. Avocados, 1.1. Lean veal, 1.1. And then it goes down a little bit lower. So you can see Torula yeast and brewer's yeast are the highest at 11 and 12. And then we have chicken and calf liver at 6 and 8. So these are the highest. And uh, so we have a, a meat source for the people that eat meat. And then we have a vegetarian source. So it's a little, there's options. And of course, then you have the supplement. So these are all considerations for you, just to give you an idea on where you may find the, uh, the vitamin B5 panathetic acid. And uh, I hope that one kind of gives you a clearer picture. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and uh, you can click subscribe. That way you get an update when we have the next one that comes through. And if you really like the podcast, leave a positive comment. Maybe somebody will see it. They'll get inspired. And next thing, they get help correcting their diet. They start eating better foods. Their energy comes up. They start to improve and become happier in life. Because that's all our, our goal is to be happy, healthy, and then live life. And you know enjoy family and friends and travel and whatever it may be. But we need a healthy body, a healthy mind. And we need to unite the body with the mind and the spirit to become one, to unite it. Because if our mind is going left and our body is going right, hey, right then we spread ourselves thin. We don't feel well. So with that said, I'll see you guys next time. Until then, one love.